Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. On this episode, Dr. Brittany Allman Tucker. This wife is a warrior too. All right, welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. I'm here with Dr. Britt. Thanks for coming on. Uh, if you would, just give us a little intro about yourself. Well, thanks for having me on, Paul. I am definitely not from Arkansas. I was born in New Jersey, raised in Philly, and I ended up coming down to the South when I went to some grad school. I did some grad school in Florida State. The South sort of sucked me in. It's like a little black hole. And then when I was done my doctoral work, I had no idea what I really wanted to do, but there was a position that opened up in the children's hospital in central Arkansas. And before going there, I couldn't even have pointed out Arkansas on a map. And I was like, probably no chance I'm going to go here. And then I interviewed and I loved it. And I spent four years here. And throughout my time here, I had no intention of staying. I was for sure going to go back up to the Northeast to be back with my family. And then I met this large man with tattoos that had a ruggedness about him and loved Jesus and just kept me in this black hole of the South. How about that? So... You are married. Uh-huh. How'd you meet your husband? <laughs> well, uh, I resorted to online dating, which most single people in their 30s probably do. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a little bit of online dating and I was done with it, like probably one or two months into doing it. And then I was scrolling and I found this guy. He was a big guy, went to the gym, had tattoos. And the last thing that I saw on his profile was a video of him with a dog and he was playing with the dog. And I think I just liked the picture or liked the video or something or commented on it. And then we started conversation and we ended up meeting for a first date. I can talk about that in a second, but meet it for, for met for a first date and I Oh, you mean that was the, it. the first date where you were 45 minutes late? Oh, you know the guy? Uh, you yeah. heard the story? <laughs> <laughs> so this is my wife. Uh, if we, obviously, we had to figure that out already. But yeah, you were 45 minutes late to our first date. 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good yeah, things. so to backtrack a little bit, I, uh, I too was literally ready to uh, hang it up on the, the um, online dating seen right around the time you messaged me i think you messaged me um or you said something around the video because it was a video of tomo i booped her and then she booped me back which i don't know where that is it's really cute though um (laughs) and then you know so we got to talking and um you had done jujitsu i was doing jujitsu at the time um exercise is a big part of our lives and the conversation kept going and um it got to the point where i was like all right i like where this is going i need to know like your absolutes and absolute nots like tell me what you're good with what absolutely is a no-go with you and uh i I know we both agreed that we wanted jesus at the forefront and um a couple other things that aren't that important but those were like the big ones. And then I immediately was like, all right, I need to meet you. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, and uh, you agreed. 
to meet me at Rock and Roll Sushi <laughs> in Little Rock. Yep. Near Children's Hospital where you worked. Listen, and I probably read that and just <laughs> glazed over it. And at that time, I was doing some work out in West Little Rock. I also lived out there. So for whatever reason, my brain automatically thought the Rock and Roll Sushi in West Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And he so kindly scheduled our date at uh, rush hour and a rush hour time. And so when I went into the restaurant and I got a table, I was nervous. Cause I was like, if he's here, this, I mean, the restaurant was probably like eight tables. I was like, surely he's not here. And there was no large man there. So I sat down awkwardly waiting and then I was scrolling through the text and I gave him a call. I think I called you and I was like, so did you mean this rock and roll sushi? Yep. And you said no, it was the one downtown. I was like, oh my gosh, rush hour traffic. And I was trying my best to get there. And it ended up that I was 45 minutes late. Yeah. And the entire time, like, I think I went into the restaurant about probably about 10, 15 minutes before the date time to get a table. And probably about four times they came up to me like, are you still <laughs> waiting for somebody? It was like that awkward, like, <laughs> bro, she ain't coming. Uh, that whole moment i'm like no she's she's on her way uh, just the water and then it got to the point where i'm like all right, all right i'm gonna order sushi because they're gonna call <laughs> the cops thinking i'm just hanging out or something yeah um, and he ended up having a full sushi spread like any woman's dream i just showed up and there was a full table of sushi and it was the best that yeah. was good. we only had about 45 minutes left in the date because you had to leave for something else but yeah. yeah it was it was good we had decent conversation Enough that we scheduled a second date, but the second date happened to be right before my cousin in Texas was getting married. Yeah, like, like two or three days later. Yep. And I was I was officiating the wedding, and so the only thing, the only time that I had in my schedule was when I happened to be getting a pedicure or manicure, a pedicure. Pedicure. And so I was like, we can do this if you want to get a pedicure with me. And I literally thought you were just going to be like, no, I'll just see you when you get back. (laughs) And he ended up, he ended up saying, heck yeah. And we got a pedicure together. Spent probably just a little bit of time doing that too. And then communicated, kept communicating. And yeah, it was sort of a sealed deal from there. Well, then there was an incident uh, a few weeks later. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the incident the, the turning point uh, <laughs> i could have went either way at this yeah. point um so i had told the guys i work with about you and how i was excited about you and uh that you used to do jujitsu so my coach um grant was like we'll bring her to open mat saturday and I brought you and well, okay. My jujitsu background story is when I lived in Florida, I got into martial arts and I spent two years, maybe a little bit more than two years doing jujitsu and I'm naturally athletic and I can pick up stuff pretty easily. And so I spent maybe two, three months in the uh, beginners class and my professor automatically was like, why don't you just join the advanced class? So I did. And Oh my gosh, it was like open fire in the advanced class. And I only got through because of strength, but because I didn't know technique that well, because I was still a beginner, I ended up getting a couple injuries in jujitsu 
And the injuries combined with being busy with my PhD and stuff, I decided to take a little sabbatical from jujitsu. So by the time I met Paul, I mean, I was, oh gosh, like two years out from doing any jujitsu. And I honestly had no plan of getting back to it. I always, I thought it would be cool to do it, but I was like, it's not worth the injury risk, whatever. So he invited me to it and I was like, you know what? I will. And I think at that point I I still had my geese. I hadn't sold them, whatever. So I came out and it was a 6.30 a.m. Saturday class, was it? I think so. It's been, it's been a while since I've been there. 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, 6.30 open mat on a Saturday. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, my <clears throat> literally my first roll back after taking a couple years of leave from jujitsu. It was probably two minutes into the roll. And, and he got me in half guard for those of you that aren't familiar with jujitsu, basically his legs were wrapped around one of my legs and I was on top of him. And so to try to get out of half guard, you have to do what's called a cutting pass. So you have to sort of slice your knee across one of his thighs. And this guy has got some strong thighs, I suppose, or he was just trying to hold on to me literally and metaphorically already. And <laughs> we'll go with the latter. <laughs> and I did it. And my Good knee. I say good knee because my other knee, I had torn my ACL two and a half times and had already had three surgeries. So I was banking on this strong knee. So my good knee, he ended up tearing my ACL and tearing my meniscus. Mm. And when it happened, there was a huge pop. And I knew automatically because I knew what it felt like. Yeah, but I felt it in my soul. He felt it in his soul. It like reverberated up his body. And he was like, oh my gosh, what happened? And I took a step back and like mentally I was, I feel like, I felt like I was leaving my body. Cause I was like, this is, that's it. I know I tore my ACL. Like there goes another surgery. Yeah. I felt so horrible. <laughs> I don't feel as bad anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but our joke now is that I broke it. I bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that was like, maybe, I don't even think that was three weeks into us dating. Maybe it was getting around the three where you, yeah. three week mark of us dating so i mean like <laughs> yeah that could have really um turned a relationship <laughs> um but i think i had already known that i was pretty in love with you and wanting to move forward so mm-hmm. i was like if i break your knee i can you know layer up and help take care of it mm-hmm. <laughs> but um and he did yeah i for two weeks and that was there were a lot of growing pains there yeah. that ultimately could have led to the end of a relationship destruction, but we pushed through it or end of a relationship, but we definitely pushed through it and came out on the other side, I yep. think. Yeah. And then I was thinking shortly after that, we went to our first couples retreat conference thing. Yeah, was I on crutches? Um, I don't. I feel like it was kind of cool outs though, so you might have been. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't no. Tried to not use my crutches. either way. It was um, at your old church. It was a uh, engaged or seriously dating conference thing, and I think yeah. we were the <laughs> I think we were the oldest couple there. We yeah. We, so yeah, it was funny. It's it was at my my old church in little rock which is i guess technically a mega church so it's a huge church but there weren't that many people signed up for this and it was it was kind of like a 
a, an in-house couples retreat. So it was a weekend of teaching you how to be a couple in the context of a Christian relationship. And so you can do it with your partner, whether you're seriously dating, whether you're engaged or whether you're married, we were the only seriously dating couple. Mm -hmm. And I think we were also the oldest. So everybody there, like Paul was saying, everybody there was younger than us, but already married. Yeah. Well, they were all, they were all engaged. They're all engaged. Yeah. They're all engaged. Oh, I thought they were married. No, everybody oh. was getting ready for marriage. Oh. So it was all like early twenties. I think some of them were even as young as like 18, 19 in there. So it was very, uh, different, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, we did that one. And I think, I don't remember if it was after that, but we decided that we should make this a thing. Yeah. So I think the information that we gained in that little conference was enough for us to be like, why are more people not doing yeah. stuff like this? Because we went into the relationship, like Paul said before, we went into the relationship knowing that we both wanted to have a God centric relationship. We wanted an individual and a couple relationship with Jesus. And even knowing that we weren't traditionally trained in how that looks in the context of a relationship. And so when this came on my radar, I think I got an email about it. I was, I immediately sent it to him and I was like, we should totally do this. And we did. Yeah, and I think I immediately said, yeah. Yeah, so. you did. And like I said earlier, we, after this weekend, I feel like I was like, why are more people not doing this? Yeah. And then you can also see why when people don't do that, why their relationships just struggle or they mm -hmm. suffer or they end in divorce or splitting or something like that. Yeah. At this point, I don't even really recall what it was about. I think a lot of what we were already doing, cause we were already doing like <clears throat> Bible studies together, even with when we weren't together, we'd call each other and we were doing devotionals and, um, praying and that is, we need to talk about that stuff for sure. Yeah. Cause we were doing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I think we were, we were all in with that type of stuff at that point. <clears throat> and that was still pretty early on in the, in the conversation, in the relationship, mm -hmm. probably the first three or four months, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying, man, it, it, we haven't been together that long, but at this point, I feel like we've done so much that it feels like years. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like uh, in order of what, what came next. I was definitely wearing a jean jacket, so it was cool enough. So, uh, yeah, it had to be early spring or something. Yeah. So because that's I'm, when I would be in recovery from my ACL. I'm I'm pretty confident that I knew I, I wanted to marry you at that point. And I know I hadn't asked you yet because at, one, at some point in the conversations we had had, you're like, oh, yeah, I want you to meet my family and I want to meet yours. And I'm like, dang. I gotta wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, I had already, I was planning it out and everything. Uh, did I ever tell you the original idea to engage, to propose to you with rock and roll sushi? Oh yeah, because you were working with the GM and you were yeah, trying so to set I, everything up. I reached out to rock and roll sushi because it's kind of a chain. Found out who owned that one, and they were getting ready to open one in Conway, uh, I believe. And the guy was like super receptive. He's like, "Dude, I'll help you do whatever you can." 
sorry, I can't remember his name to give him a shout out, but he was, he was really, was an awesome guy. Um, he's like, I'll do whatever I can. I told him the idea was I want to, uh, because they have all the, the music videos playing that I'd have a specific music video cued by them or yep. a song. And then I'd somehow do it from there. However, they had just switched over their system for the music and the music videos. So he wasn't able to just cue it. It was just like a, a already assembled playlist that they couldn't like yeah. change. And he's like, well, I could try and figure out. And I was like, dang, I just, like, I don't really want to, like, this guy's trying to open up a whole other restaurant. I don't, you know, yeah. I, I felt bad trying to have him like, you know, he's like, oh, I'll bring in a boom box or something. And I was like, you know, I was, appreciate it. But, um, <laughs> So fast forward. Yeah. So fast forward, we went to, uh, I booked an Airbnb um, out in July 4th weekend, Mena, Arkansas, which is like what, two hours west or something? Yeah, it's over there. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Um, and this place. I was looking for something unique. Uh, I had an idea of how I wanted to propose. Um, and I found this B&B, Airbnb that looked like a castle. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Um, he didn't tell me any details. I knew nothing. Not yet. <laughs> I just knew that we were going away for a weekend. Yeah, and it was, it was corny. So corny, but I loved it. It was, it was corny. It was hot as hell in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we pulled up and I think it was, it was nighttime. So it was dark by the time we pulled up. I don't recall, but we pulled up and like we say castle and it definitely looked like a castle, but it was like, looked like it was from the seventies or something, or like yeah. they needed a paint job or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, like a, <laughs> a Renaissance festival reject or something. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, it was so hot because their air conditioner didn't work or something like well, they, that. They had, because so this basically had two rooms. It had the living area slash kitchen, dining area, which was all one air, one room. Oh, yeah. And then it had the other room, which was like a bed and then a pretty sweet jacuzzi tub thing. Yeah. Uh, and then the bath, the bathroom part of it. But <clears throat> the AC was in the living room area. And it wouldn't really blow into the back room where we were sleeping, so it was hot. And I don't remember. Did we go? No, I. Did we have a fan? I don't remember. We figured it out, but that's kind of besides the point. But um, yeah. So on the outside, it looked like a castle. On the inside, it just kind of looked like a little cabin. Yeah. Um, but like you could get up on the roof. Yeah, you get up on the roof on it. It had a uh, the jacuzzi. There's a hot tub outside. There's a hot tub outside. That was pretty legit. They had a spiral staircase to get up to the top. Some other like medieval-ish looking things. And then, um, so the next day, I was like, oh, we're going to go on a hike or you chose, I don't remember. However, we ended up on a hike and I was going to do it in the hike or something. I think you had actually felt the ring in my pocket. Yeah. So we had finished this hike. We're both like clearly out of shape because we strength train and we don't aerobic train. And Why so did we finish the hike? Do you remember? Why we stopped is that something i should know i'm just asking if you remember no i don't because you oh my gosh i have a bad relationship with bugs and mosquitoes that's what it was it wasn't was it ticks it was ticks you were wearing black and they were just getting all uh, i You're freaked like, right, out I'm done. yeah <laughs> like, i was right, like well, we're like a mile and a half in we're just yeah 
I was like, let's turn around. And then he saw this sort of like underpass under a bridge where it was a little bank by the river. Yeah. And so he went down there. I could kind of, you were acting a little strange, like you were hesitating or something like that. But I was trying to play it off and be like, it's probably nothing. And you had no idea. We took a dip in the water and then we came out, we got in the car and you were driving and I had my hand on your thigh and I felt this circular rubber thing. And I was like, why would he have a circular rubber feeling thing? And (laughs) I was so confused. And I thought it was something else that was circular and rubber. I was like, why would he have that? And And then I just let it go. I was like, didn't really think anything of it. We went back and I think we started relaxing or something like that. And you brought up, you were like, yeah, I think we, I feel like we were watching UFC. Probably. And And there was a photo face. You're like, yeah, there was one of those, yeah. One of those deals where you put your face in it and it's got a, you know, like a scene on the front of it or whatever. And it was a king and a queen. Cause it was a castle. It was a castle. <laughs> so <clears throat> I was like, Oh, after I had had about six or seven beers to <laughs> get up yeah. the courage to do it. I don't know if there's that many, but um, I was like, Oh, we should get the pictures now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so hot. So I went and set up the camera. Uh, and you know, with the Apple watch, I was able to see it or whatever. And nervously I walked up and I was like, Oh, this no, is- this guy. So he, he was, he was like, he was setting up the camera and he, you wanted to take a picture of just me to set, to act like you were setting up the stage or whatever. And I think you were actually videoing. Did I record it? Maybe. Or you were taking pictures. I don't remember, but <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> it is. So he got back behind it. And I was with my head in the little cutout like I should be trying to wait for the picture. And you got down on one knee and almost like broke your ankle because your foot fell through the wood or no. something like that. So I think that was after I actually put, so I, I remember I walked over there, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. The only thing it's missing uh, yeah. was like a ring or a ring for a queen yeah, or something like that. I loved it. I wonder if I did record it. Yeah. And it was perfectly cheesy. Yep. And I'm kind of glad you didn't get full body pictures because I was in pajamas and. Well, we were behind like, the thing without a bra. Yeah, yeah that's true. It was a hot mess. And yeah, so I was thrilled. Yeah. So then I got up, and that's when I like fell almost through the platform and almost died. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that, that was, was a good weekend. July 4th weekend. Great weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, um, obviously, I had to go meet your family. Uh, no, but we were we were scheduled to go meet them um, for your family vacation a couple weeks after that anyways. So we went and did that. And we... Again, in my, in my head... I had wanted to get married like really shortly after we met because I just knew. And, um, you know, just some of the conversations you had said, I was like, all right, no, I guess I got to wait. I got to wait. She wants this, this <laughs> before. <laughs> it was all simple things. It was meeting family, whatnot, which was understandable. Um, so then <clears throat> I, uh, after the, I think it was after the vacation, 
I was like, well, let's get married. Let's, <laughs> like, let's do it. Like, what, are, what are we waiting for? Like, get, we didn't, neither of us wanted to have like a big elegant wedding and, <clears throat> you know, we both knew that we, what we wanted and we wanted to seal that covenant with God. And we're so both spontaneous yeah. this crap. Yeah. So we, we planned it out. Um, did it right over there. Less than an hour. <laughs> in the, in the, the living room. Uh, literally a couple people knew about it. Um, the one who, a buddy of mine that got ordained to, to do the wedding, his girlfriend was the, the um, one Witness. of the witnesses. Jensen was there. And, and I think five dogs. I think her one of her kids was there anyway doesn't matter so yeah we got married <clears throat> right here had a little ceremony uh in the um in our living room in, our living room. in front of our big screen tv yeah I, and we put an ocean background on the tv to make it tropical perfect <laughs> it was so perfect i think i was playing uh some rock and roll uh rendition of mirrors yep by uh whoever that was but anyways then we went out back, shotgun some beers, and had a little little party. But um, then, was it the next day? We went out to Ryan's for the pool party. Maybe, yeah. I think it was, and that's kind of when we met Brian. Yep. And they're like, "Oh, how long you y'all been married?" And we're like, "We got married yesterday." Yeah. <laughs> I think it was because they're like, "Are you serious?" We're like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Got and they were like, "Why are you on your honeymoon?" We're like. Mm -hmm. We're not going on one. But that's when Brian invited us to go to uh or mentioned that they were going to a weekend to remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going And that was in that was in Little Rock, the first mm -hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he brought it up and we're immediately like, Yeah, we, we we definitely want to go to that. So the weekend to remember, a little background, it's a big conference, like a Christian based conference for couples that again want to keep things Christ focused and they're either seriously dating, engaged or married. Most people there are married. You can go to the conference no matter how much time you have under your belt in your relationship. And so we did that and it was funny. We won two awards just because we were the youngest couple there. Yeah, we <laughs> Yeah, we went and pretty early on they're like, "Who's Who's been married the longest? The longest, and you know, there's a couple. They're like, they're like 50, 40, 50 years, whatever. Like they've been married, so they won a package. And then, they're like, who's been married the least amount of time? I think we were at like six, weeks. six weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> everybody's like, oh my gosh, like we've yeah. been married, which is so crazy to me, thinking retrospectively, because I get why they reacted like that. But then at the same time, kind of going back to what I was saying before, I'm like why do more couples not do maintenance work like that? Yeah. And I mean, it's not to be prideful, but I like a doctor, I feel like I would recommend that to couples like at least once a year, you yeah. know, maybe at least every other year, but still just, yeah, it's like, it's like I described it. It's like, uh, you know, you get your oil change every so many miles. So, so I was, I don't know why I said Sue. Sue? <laughs> Sue. So, so that you don't have, you know, because if you don't, you might have a serious issue later, and then it's going to take a lot more work. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's something um, I know we're very grateful we're doing. But, yeah, we went to that conference, and we were like six weeks, and I'm like, I feel like all 300 people or whatever in there looked at us like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So 
we got that book or we got a whole package of books and everything and then um yeah i think there was some kind of military family spinoff too where we got another book because or we got the sign that said oh yeah it's a sign you're mine no refunds yeah or yeah, something yeah yeah because yeah, they're like who uh who's been together the shortest and brian was like oh these two obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and brian got... brian and nicole were jealous of what we got at the one thing so they bought it themselves yep. <laughs> um brian and nicole are some of our good friends um yeah so we did that one and i remember there was a couple there um I don't remember their names but her daughter's name was Brittany, i think yeah because they're like it was her birthday for so the next one was in february yeah and, which was on and they were encouraging us to go yep. and we were just exchanging basic uh pleasantries and i told her my name was Brittany. she said oh cool i have a daughter named Brittany," and i think she said that the next conference was around Brittany's birthday which was in february mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, my birthday's in February. And she was like, oh great, what day? And I was like, the 17th. And she was like, my daughter's is the 17th. Yeah, and it was so wild. But yeah. Yeah, so then that was the next one we went to. That was in... Branson. Branson. Yeah, so it was another weekend to remember in Branson. And it was February-ish. I don't remember... No, I guess we hadn't. Uh, so yeah, we went to that. That was earlier this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that yeah. was the February of this year. We went there, uh, got an Airbnb. Um, you know, kind of did some of the touristy stuff. We got a ring tattoo. Yeah. We got a that ring tattoos our for submitting. our wedding bands. Um, we went to <laughs> what was that show we went to? Uh, legends of oh. <laughs> rock or something like that and it was yeah. you know impersonation thing uh that they do and we were the youngest people there probably by about 30 oh my gosh it was a sea of years. cotton tops yeah <laughs> yeah like we looked out into the audience and it was nothing but grandma hair and yeah. gray hair and stuff like that it, it was, was so it was funny a lot of fun um so that was fun uh then we did the, the you know the whole conferencing again and um it was good and i think at that point around that point we decided to start doing them try and do one at least twice a year type of thing and uh because i have my man alive stuff and then you have your or we don't we wanted to continue to do ours um i don't even remember what prompted you to look for the one that we're going on this weekend um, I just, I just wanted something different than the weekend to remember because the weekend to remember, although it's awesome and the curriculum is great, yeah. they keep the same curriculum. So it's good. I feel like as a refresher every so many years, um, but I just wanted something new and we're spontaneous. So we like to go new places, do new things. And so I looked up Christian marriage retreats mm-hmm. and this was one that came up. It's called romantic rustic weekend getaway or something like that yeah you should probably know it's in southern louisiana and i think it's called bro bridge b-r-e-a-u-x bridge and 
it's a, a short weekend. So it starts Friday afternoon and ends Sunday around noonish, I think. Mm -hmm. But you it's it's gl a glamping experience. So it's like glorified camping. They have you set up in a tent. That's like a Sorry, it's called rustic romance rustic romance at yes. camp refuge at camp refuge in bro bridge louisiana bro bridge. <laughs> so yeah you stay in tents and these are bougie tents so they have a queen air mattress in there they um have everything they that. need <laughs> there are a few tents i think maybe like 12 to 15 something like that that i yeah, counted around the lake like yeah so this conference compared to the weekend to remember is much smaller. I think we're going to get a lot more intimate connections with yeah. other couples and it's in Southern Louisiana and they have a chef. So I'm so excited yeah. for the food. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For the price. Oh, excuse me. Um, oh my gosh. I think it was like 400 bucks or something for both of us the whole weekend the for all the food. food for... And, yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that'll be cool too, is it, you know, it tells you to completely disconnect. So, you know, getting rid of getting off your phones and everything and, um, it'll just be really intimate and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I had my man alive last weekend and I was, before I turned off my phone for that, you know, I told you, I watched the video and I was excited for it. And, uh, I think that's one of the, it's the great things, right. You know, we, we're taking these measures to be preventative and to learn and grow as best we can. So that, you know, unfortunately we don't end up like some of the couples that <clears throat> it's too late for one or the other, where they're not willing to put in the work to make their marriages work. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, whatever the case is. Uh, and I think that's, that, that's something I'm very proud of with our relationship. And I know we get kudos because we, we have done also now we've done two different Bible marriage groups that we were invited to. Which we also love. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah we're, we're about halfway through the second one right now. And all the couples that meeting us for the first time, Brian and Nicole, because they've yep. been part of both of them. They're like, yeah, these two started going to conferences right off the get go, six weeks, blah, blah, blah. And they like, you know, brag us up. And even Ryan today, I was telling you, um, He's like, man, you guys are you guys are like a power couple. I was like, I brag on you all the time and everything. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's you know, we don't want to be, uh, and I, I don't want to be uh, a story like some of the stories that I heard during Man Alive yeah. about some of the struggles in marriages that some of these guys went through, some of the divorces they went through. And I'm like, you know, I told you I wrote down a vow while I was there to do uh, to work constantly on myself and for us to so we'll always work work it out or figure it out and um you know i think we've had some small i say small because we usually figure stuff out when we have turmoil we usually figure stuff out pretty quick and that's you know some of the things we've learned but uh like all in all I think we have a pretty great marriage. Yeah. And I really owe it to a lot of the stuff that we've learned from those weekend trips mm -hmm. and the Bible studies and stuff, because, you know, when people say stuff like we're a power couple situation, it does feel good for a little bit. But then I'm also like, I really, I truly don't 
feel that way because I feel like this is the stuff you're supposed to do. Like I, I never felt like what we're doing with this preventative care has been an inconvenience. I always had in my mind, I was like, this is what you should be doing. And yeah, so that's what we something we agreed on early, really early on. We did. And that, yeah, that was one of our things before we even got married. We forgot to mention that is that we came together and we were like, this is, this is stuff that we want to do for all the reasons yeah. that Paul mentioned is that this is, we keep saying it preventative maintenance because you learn the way that God wants you to be a man and you to be a wife and then you to be a married couple together. And if you follow that, which is objective truth and it's the truth because it's God's word and God's word is the truth. And if you follow that, like you can't go wrong. You really can't unless your human nature gets in the way and doesn't allow you to make progress toward being more like Jesus. And so we had the agreement that before we got married, we were going to commit to doing these things at least once a year and being part of groups. And I think as a result of that, it's been on both of our hearts individually and in conversation to try to start a group that would support people that are in those seriously dating or engaged situations. Because my God, if we can just get people of God before marriage to talk about what marriage looks like before they go down that commitment and make their entire focus centered on how God wants it before they make that commitment. And like, you can imagine how marriages would just take off mm -hmm. from there. And I feel like we got, we have a tool set from all this stuff that we've learned and maybe not experience at this point, just because we're so new, but that's something that you gain along the way and you learn along the way and you can share along the way. And so that's, that's been something that's definitely been on our heart to start. Yeah. Like uh, by the way, I had kind of, uh, um, had asked Brian, uh, doc, Brian, if him and his wife would do a group with us, um, cause he does, you know, he, we had talked about it before and I was like, well, you know, we could do it. And he kind of gave some excuses that might be brought up. And I was like, well, you know, we'll come to y'all. We'll do it cause we want to help them. All right. You know, and I, so, um, we got to set up a dinner with them is where I'm getting going with that. Okay. <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, I think we do need to, within the community, try and do that because we, that was one of the things we picked up from the, the serious dating engaged one was, you know, for a young couple, like most of those couples were to go up to, when I say elderly, I don't mean like, you know, elderly folk, but like a couple that's older than them, you know, by a decade or more, it's a, it would be intimidating because I know <clears throat> I wouldn't feel comfortable going up to an older man at a young age and be like, Oh, so what's the key to great marriage? Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for pride or whatever reasons. So I think it could be a really great thing. Like you're saying, if we started a, a group that's about, um, can be in all stages of relationship mm -hmm. working towards a good godly marriage. Yeah. Like even single people that are in the dating phase, like dating, but not, currently dating somebody right yeah yeah definitely on our hearts but um definitely something to look forward to in the future yeah and um until I, then yeah we're, we're gonna get we're gonna go on this retreat um this 
Friday mm-hmm. and we'll do a follow-up episode after that. Talk a little more. Um, figure we could do these periodically because <clears throat> obviously this is geared more towards men, but I think women, especially with these episodes, can really get a lot out of it um, and men yeah. from your perspective and our relationship because you know, that's not always the easiest thing for guys to open up when it comes to relationships. And, uh, you know, we could talk about some of our successes. Maybe we can get some of our uh, uh, other couple friends on and do episode talking about our Bible studies or whatever we've done just to encourage and show and like, you know, really get that out there. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be good. That would be good. Okay. All right. Well, um, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, I pray y'all um, have a good week. Uh, there's some craziness going on in the world. Uh, so prayers needed more and more by the minute. Uh, I've said it a couple times today. Like if you're not right with Jesus, you might want to figure it out because yeah. uh, there's some crazy times right now. But until next time, y'all go. Right now.